0: on hello everyone and welcome to the san juan snowcast i'm your host chris and today is wednesday december 7th 2022 this is not a test I repeat, this is not a test. An avalanche warning is in effect for areas surrounding Lizardhead Pass, US 550, and the La Plata Mountains. Heavy snow and wind have created dangerous avalanche conditions. Some avalanches will release naturally, and you can trigger a slide from a distance or below. Avalanches can break water and run farther than you expect. Avoid traveling in or under avalanche terrain. Well, holy smokes, folks. Just like that, it's winter, and most of the southern San Juans are in high avalanche danger, with an avalanche warning in effect. Here in the north San Juans, we're at considerable at all elevations, and the CIC put out an avalanche watch as well. Now, the root cause of this spike in hazard, by the way, this is the first time we're at high in the San Juans this winter, it's the fact that we're getting some snowfall and wind on top of a very weak snowpack. Remember that snowstorm that happened last Tuesday on November 29th? Well, that buried what was essentially a snowpack of complete facets. And now we're starting to see this slab incrementally load on top. And as such, the hazard is going up. Now, the difference in hazard between the North mountains and the Southern mountains really just comes down to how much new snow has fallen and how much more is in the forecast. But bottom line here, we've got a multi-day storm on our hands, which is great news because we desperately need the snow the bad news is that the snow that's already on the ground is just absolute garbage. So buckle up and bundle up because this storm is bringing periods of heavy snow, blustery winds, and it's going to leave some cold temperatures in its wake. The snowcast starts now. All right, let's get right into it. So Wednesday morning, as I was writing this episode, we were in a bit of a lull in the action. Yesterday's snowfall here in this area, it was light and kind of limited to the southern half of the San Juans, but overnight precipitation rates picked up and many areas across the wands picked up 5-9 to nine inches. Some standout weather stations include Mollis Pass and Lizardhead Pass, which picked up 7 inches, and the Spud Mountain Station, which is close to Coalbank Pass, picked up 9 inches. The La Plata's and Wolf Creek Pass only picked up 4-6 to six so far. But accompanying this new snow, we had some steady winds blowing snow all over the ridgetops. Over here on the west side of the range, the Gold Hill Station on Telluride Ski Resort showed west-southwest winds averaging 20 and gusting to 50 miles per hour. While over to the Silverton side up on Kendall, they had south-southwest winds averaging 20 and gusting to 43. All this new snow and the accompanying wind transport will certainly add stress to our shallow and weak snowpack. And on many slopes that didn't slide naturally in this last cycle, I would expect to see some new natural avalanche activity after this whole storm is over and done with. That midday Wednesday lull continued for a little bit with the blue sky even popping out and temperatures rising into the upper 30s here in my backyard area. And it looked like we maybe were going to get skunked on this one. But then the storm rolled back in, and by 3 p.m., we were seeing periods of heavy snowfall. And with only two to four inches in the forecast, I'm guessing we might exceed that if this heavy snowfall continues. So, tomorrow morning, uh, the snow is going to be done and over with in the early morning hours, and then it's going to dawn cold and clear with potential for single digit temperatures, but ultimately clear, sunny skies throughout the day. Taking a look at the long term weather forecast, It looks like Thursday through Sunday, it's going to be dry with a few clouds mixed in, and then a significant system moves into the region on Monday and Tuesday of next week. Now, there's pretty good agreement from all the models that we're looking at some significant snowfall with this one, and at least a good prolonged period of storminess. But as always, keep your fingers crossed. So what's all this new snow going to do to the snow on the ground? And why are we currently in considerable and high avi danger? Well, it's time to turn to the state of the snowpack. The recent snowfall has brought the San Juan snowpack back up to 88% of its 30-year average. And that was after we dipped as low as 75% of average last week. It all began with last Tuesday's storm on 1129, when the old, super-weak faceted snow surface got buried by an 8-inch slab capping our first persistent weak layer of the season. Then, more snow fell on Friday morning, putting another few inches on top, and then yesterday and last night's snowfall added a little more incremental loading to the top of the pack. All this new snow from the last week, it's now created a slab on top of our old facets, and a strong over-weak snow setup now exists on many aspects near and below treeline across the San Juans. Just the other day, I dug a pit on a west aspect near treeline, And I found that more than half of the whole snowpack, well, it was these well-developed facets. And that new snow had settled into a four-finger hard slab on top. Now, I carefully isolated an extended column test and gave my shovel just one tap from the wrist. And ping! The facets buckled and that whole upper slab jumped right into my lap. It's almost shocking and hard to believe just how weak our snowpack is. And how reactive and prone to collapsing those weak facets are. But what you should do is just walk around in a flat meadow out there with some skis on, feel that big collapse, and you'll get it. It's incredibly bad, and it's not going to get better anytime soon. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this might be one of the worst snowpacks we've had in recent memory. And our current high avalanche, Danger, it really underscores that. Friends, we've got really weak snow at the bottom of our snowpack. And now we're seeing it be tested incrementally as new loads are stacked on top of it. In steeper areas, that new load may overwhelm the strength of those facets and cause an avalanche naturally. But in less steep areas and with incremental loading, the slab on top of that weak layer can grow thicker and more cohesive without collapsing the weak grains below, thus creating a landmine that's just waiting for one of us to come along and be the trigger that sets it off. You know, last week, we were observing really obvious signs of instabilities. Big cracks in meadows and steep convex rollovers that released on their own. But now those signs could become a little less obvious. And now we actually have some serious consequences to contend with. Because the likelihood of avalanches is increasing, while simultaneously the size and destructive potential of those avalanches, that's increasing as well. And that's a really bad combination. So yeah. Now we're living in high danger and you know what? I want to call something out right now. The times are changing and we got to change with them. And I think it's time to make an important distinction in all of our heads. You know, up to now it's been the early season and I've kind of been treating it as such. My standards have been a little lax. I've been skiing in big groups of friends, party shredding some slopes that we know are just facets on top of grass and generally practicing some loose travel techniques. Maybe you have as well. I know some folks that even stepped out into the Alpine during November's drought period, scratching out turns in some of those steep north-facing couloirs. But, like I said, things have changed. And now, we are officially in season. And in season means that, in a lot of parts of the San Juans, there's enough snow on the ground to A, make turns, and B, causes some serious harm if it slides. I think we've reached that critical tipping point here in the North San Juans, where we must change our mindset from early season shakeout mode to in-season good habits mode. It's really time to get our heads in the game because the season is here and our snowpack sucks, whether we like it or not. So what does that look like? Well, first off, I think it's time to take a big step back in terms of our terrain choices, because we're no longer just skiing on grass. We're now potentially skiing on a dangerous persistent slab problem that exists on a lot of different slopes out there. I think it's also time to travel in smaller groups. It's time to put more time and intention into our trip planning process. It's time to start making more observations and sharing them with the CIIC. And it's time to start carrying all of your emergency gear in your pack. It's time to begin the mindful art that is the practice of backcountry touring. You know, sometimes it's easy to forget just how much goes into doing this sport. We're not only trying to get some exercise, some time to catch up with old friends, some time spent in nature, and some time to think, and some fun turns. But on top of all that, We also got to be super aware risk managers and make sure we don't miss some subtle indication of a hazard that could ultimately kill us. Holy shit. Honestly, it's a lot. And I'll just say, I don't think we acknowledge that nearly enough, but it's also fun and beautiful and amazing. And there's a lot within our control that we can do to stack the odds in our favor. So here we are add a transition within our season. We are leaving the early season behind and we're moving into the season, which is really where we'll be living mentally uh, until the warm, sunny days of April. So time to lock it up and get serious. Establish good habits right now that will serve you well until April. And you'll be glad you did. Funk break. all right. Well, folks, this is kind of funny because I recorded everything you've heard thus far yesterday on Wednesday, but I just didn't quite have the time to finish the pod last night. So here we are on Thursday morning on the other side of the storm. And I figured I might as well give you a little update. That storm brought a few pulses of heavy snow yesterday afternoon and evening, but it really only added up to another three to five inches of fresh for this morning. Notably, the CAIC subsequently dropped the hazard rating down to moderate below treeline for the northwest San Juans. I went out for a quick dawn patrol this morning and it was cold. Single digit temperatures and clear skies. But oh man, that new snow was light and blower. And with the incremental loading we've had in the last few days, it skied like a solid foot of fresh snow. Some slashes even produced a cold smoke cloud that went overhead. We stuck below treeline on our quick morning tour and skied over many old tracks, but they were surprisingly soft. Looking around in the Alpine, I could see some wind transport moving snow along the peaks, but really there weren't any signs of obvious natural activity. But literally after writing that sentence, I got a call from my wife who was driving into work and she spotted a natural avalanche on Sunshine Mountain. She sent me a picture of the slide and it's a sizable natural avalanche on a steep northeast facing slope above treeline. This slope is notorious for getting wind loading, and it looked like it was overwhelmed by last night's wind and snowfall. Bullseye. And I'm sure as folks begin poking around, we're going to continue to see more evidence of instability out there. But all in all, things are filling in. And with the number of cars that I saw in the local trailhead parking lot, I would for sure say that we are now officially in season and folks are getting after it. Before I sign off this week, let's take a quick look at the community calendar. Tonight, Thursday, December 8th at 6 p.m. in the Telluride library, we've got our first PiFun backcountry chat of the year. It's time to welcome back winter, so come on out and say hello to our new CAIC forecaster Amy, come learn about what I carry in my touring pack and how you can get yours dialed in, and come hear about the big updates we're unveiling to our local radio program. I'm going to recap the updates in next week's episode, as well as dive deep into some nerdy radio stuff. So stay tuned for more on that. The chat begins at 6 p.m. tonight, and it's a great way to start thinking about the season to come and to learn more about our local backcountry scene. These are free events, but hey, if you bring a few dollars to donate to our mission, you will forever have good karma. Another Telluride-based event that I'm hosting this week is tomorrow's local Stokes Ski Movie Night. Here in Telluride, we're lucky to have some badass pro skiers and riders who get to go on epic trips and make some rad ski films, but they're also just our homies, coworkers and neighbors, and we don't often get the chance to celebrate their badassery. So come on out to the Telluride Arts Gallery on Main Street in Telluride directly across from the Sheridan at 5 p.m. on Friday, December 9th to build some local stoke and to watch these shredders do what they do best on the big screen. We'll have some raffle prizes and swag, and we're trying to raise some money for the Pi Fund Scholarship Program. So bring a few extra bucks, and again, the karma gods will shine down upon you. See you then. Outside of the Telluride bubble, on next Wednesday, December 14th in Durango, the Friends of the San Juans are hosting a No Before You Go presentation at the Powerhouse Science Center at 6 p.m go check out the new program. It's got a bunch of new sick ski content and video clips that will be sure to wow even the most seasoned ski flick aficionado. Plus, you may just learn a thing or two. So that's next Wednesday, December 14th, 6 p.m. at the Powerhouse Science Center in Durango. Over in Silverton, there's another powerhouse, the Powerhouse Collective, which is hosting the first annual Silverton Ski Swap this Sunday, December 11th from 3 to 6 p.m. You can drop off the gear you want to sell on Friday and Saturday from 3 to 6 p.m. And this is kind of awesome. The proceeds from the event are going to go help the Powerhouse Collective folks install a new wood stove in there. So go support this good cause and get the chance to check out the old Scotty Bob factory. Man, in college, I had a beautiful pair of Swallowtail Scotty Bob skis with hammerhead telly bindings on them. Ah, the days of being a dirtbag tele skier. Whatever happened to those things? Anyways, you can check out the flyer for the Silverton Ski Swap and get more information by looking up the Silverton Powerhouse Collective on Instagram. Folks, there are certainly plenty of good events to check out this week, so get your head in the game and get involved by going to some of these awesome community events. Well, that's it for this week's show, another short and sweet one, because honestly, it's pretty funny how many more plays a 20-minute episode gets compared to a 40-minute episode. So I'm going to kind of try and keep them short when possible, because there's a lot of winter ahead. Hey, folks, Mountain Trip helps support this show, and they also offer awesome avalanche education courses here in the North San Juans. We've got two avalanche rescues coming up on Thursday, December 15th, and Friday, December 23rd, and we are looking to fill these up. These are one-day courses, they cost $199, and they are crucial for reviewing the most critical skills needed to recreate in the San Juan backcountry, which is how to perform a quick and effective avalanche rescue. I'll be teaching both of these courses, and if you sign up in person at Friday's ski movie event, you will get a killer deal, like possibly half off. So get yourself signed up and get ready for the winter because it's only going to get sketchier. Also, folks, we're approaching holiday gift giving season, and if you're looking for a cool, unique and practical gift, please go check out my friend Hannah's company, Sew Alpine. Based in Durango, Hannah handcrafts a variety of really cool sewn goods, and she just updated the design for her field notebook covers. Imagine a zip-up fabric sleeve that's designed to hold your field notebook cover, writing utensils, and all your nerdy snow science tools like thermometers, rulers, hand lenses, and ECT cords. Snow nerds rejoice. They're stylish too. So head on over to sewalpine.com for some awesome gift ideas. And don't forget that sometimes the most important person to shower with gifts is yourself. Hey, do me a favor and tell someone you know about this show. It's funny how more and more people are following along with the Instagram account, but less and less people seem to be listening to the podcast. I guess that says a lot about the medium of choice these days, but please let me know what you think about the show. Is there a topic you want to hear more about? Should I do more interviews, more hot takes? Leave me a review or rating. Give me some feedback. I am all ears and I want this to be a valuable resource for our community. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at SanJuanSnowCast at gmail.com and let me know if you want some stickers. I still have some stickers left from last season that I'm looking to unload. So hit me up and help me spread the good word. And for those of you who are listening week in and week out, thank you. I know you're out there and I'll keep doing my best to provide good information in a fun and engaging way. And if you are one of these people that's listening week in, week out, Make yourself known, reach out to me, say, Hey, tell me what you like, tell me what you don't and come meet me in person at any of these events in our area. Well, enjoy that new snow out there, but treat pretty much every slope with a good bit of caution and a healthy dose of skepticism. Now's the time to tune up our observational skills and make sure we're practicing good habits. Follow along on Instagram at San Juan Snowcast, where I'll continue to post field reports and weather model runs. And don't forget to keep those fingers crossed for Monday and Tuesday's storm. All right. Play safe out there. Take care of each other, friends. And until next time, Thanks, snow.